Alright, welcome back to Table Talk with Rookie's Family. Uh, we got a lot, 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 of, lot of stuff planned for you today. I, uh, I'm not 100% sure what the, uh, what the agenda is, but we'll get rolling uh, right away here. What's our uh, what's our first thing? Up? Well, should we know. introduce the guests we have sitting? Oh the yeah, that's special guest. I honestly yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> oh, good start. Uh, there we go. <laughs> You're used to looking at her. Yes, we uh, we have the debut of Haley in studio. Ooh. Haley, studio. Yes. yes. Second time on yes. the show, first time in studio. Haley, yes. say hi. Hello, hello. There Welcome, we go. Haley. Haley's sitting in in studio uh, and will be participating today. And it's June ninth, twenty nineteen. June ninth, two thousand and nineteen. Um, starting off, what are we going to talk about? The, uh, Why don't you guys talk we, about what you did yesterday? What we did yesterday. Um, yesterday we did, we went to the horse track. Haley Fun. and I with nice. um, a couple of our other friends. And, uh, that was our first time at the horse track this year. I'm a huge, huge horse racing guy. I love it. I went to Canterbury Park. Highly recommend it. Of course. Uh, what else did you see, though, besides horses? It was horse racing as well as the bulldog races. <laughs> and the bulldog <laughs> races were awesome. How did those work? Well, okay, they did them. So there's like nine nine horse races throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then they would put in like two bulldog races between. Like every two or three races, they okay. did like two bulldog races. And the bulldogs were massive. I Like really? bulldogs are... You, you have, I've pounds. never seen what? 70, yes. 80 pound bulldogs 80. racing. They Whoa. are huge. How do they run? Fast yeah. is how they run. These bulldogs <laughs> are racing yeah. bulldogs. I don't think they're not like professional racing bulldogs. These yeah. are just people's dogs. Yeah. But for whatever breed of bulldog this is, they they're have ready. the long legs and they some of them All yeah muscle. some of them are 80 pounds. That's An 80 crazy. pound wow. bulldog and they're like mini horses, thirty inches off the ground, so they're not massive, right? Like short tall. legs, yeah, just stubby. But, but they're incredible. Don't their short little legs bury into the uh, the the dirt there? Some of them, yeah. Um, they would introduce them. You got Paul Allen introducing the bulldogs, Sweet. and all of the bulldogs' names were just perfect bulldog names. Oh, yeah. They were Frank, yeah. Gus, <laughs> Frank, Big Ted, Bubba. They were the <laughs> yeah. exact name things you would name a bulldog. Uh, but so they don't like open up the gates and the bulldogs no, they, go around. The How gates that set up there, like kind of stand in front of the gates, okay. and then there's I don't know they maybe go forty fifty yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, so it's a and then one of their other owners will be down at the other end okay. with like a, a shaking their ball or toy or something yeah. to try and get them down there. Was our guy PA up to the task? Oh, yeah, yeah. He did calling a different animal. He did a fantastic job with it. He's, do you guys remember <laughs> going to see him up at uh, up yeah. in the booth at Canterbury a couple oh, yeah. years ago? I don't years remember ago. seeing him. I remember sitting in like the cool. He called the race area, but I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, you maybe <laughs> stayed with me because I didn't go up either. Then yeah, I didn't go up. I oh. yeah. Oh, was it really neat to see? Well, he's really cool. He's just in a small little room and he's got a little window and he's got binoculars yeah. and I don't know how he does his that. mind is able to watch this race know the names of all these horses that this is the first time he's seen right them, and be able to narrate the, the amazing part to me is when he can fill in with the other little phrases he's coming around the corner like coming from the back I don't know yes, he'll yeah. throw in like he, he gets like very a, creative like with it. Yeah, like like I couldn't even come up with an example. That's how good it is. <laughs> that is such an art, and he's been doing it for a long time. And he is a mm-hmm. radio competitor, but it's amicable. He's a he's a he's a good guy. He's and, incredible, and he's always been good to me. So I like him. But I don't know how any 
race caller can do that. I mean, not, not, not only him, but just all those guys. It's unbelievable. Well, yeah. I think even going beyond that, any sports announcer, like even if you're following a hockey game, like that's confusing. Like the puck's going a million miles per hour around the ice and like trying to follow the puck and say the player's name and what's going on. Yeah. Like any sporting event, it's it crazy. Like the storage wars people. That's a little different. Well, and uh, with a hockey or, or a football, a hockey game, you know, I've seen those guys prep, and they know the lines, yeah. so there's some yeah. familiarity. But for like you said, Matthew, for uh, uh, horses, and they're different at Canterbury, and and you don't you don't know yet. It's right. just it's mind boggling. Yeah, constantly changing too. Yeah. Yes, it's um. That's one of the reasons I like, like for hockey especially though, I like watching it on the regional because the announcers know everybody that they're talking right, about. Right. When you watch a nationally televised game, they don't know what the hell they're talking about, and it sucks. Right. The, it's the, way less interesting. You don't get the in-depth um, yeah. analogy or the in-depth uh, insight from yes. from the national guys, even uh, though I love listening to Doc Emmerich. Yeah, but Paul did a great job on the uh, Bulldog races as well. It was funny. There were Bulldog like these were all pretty – like they were good sized bulldogs, but there was a couple of them that just were they were like made to race. There was <laughs> two of them specifically, like one in each uh, two of the races that we saw, where one of them was he killed the pack, like really killed them, and we were like, wow, that's a fast bulldog. And then the next race, the returning, uh, he was what he was the 2017 champ, I think. Yeah. Okay. His name is Frank the Tank, <laughs> <laughs> and he was just ready to go but he was calm and he it was when they he said go he shot straight most of them were kind of distracted and like looking around right. and just it's overwhelming like running around but not straight this guy went straight and no one was even <laughs> halfway done by the time he was crossing the line <laughs> he was incredible he so do you think sorry do you think they train him like outside that he's able to he's not training for this but this dog just likes know, to run. They, he's not. He gets out of the yard a lot. Yeah. <laughs> just he's probably at the dog park every day running. Yeah. But I don't think they're, like, training him to hmm. – I don't think you win anything. Haley, like, who did you bet good. on? Who did you bet on, Haley? Big Ted. Big Ted? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do they take bets on those guys? No, you, no they, they encourage oh. side bets. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're unsure of the legality of this. Mythical, a <laughs> mythical <laughs> side bet. A right. mythical five well, dollars nachos or something. Like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the, the bulldog races were fun, and they do that. So the bulldog races, they they uh, they. I don't remember how many races they had. They maybe had. There were like six heats. Six. And those six, I think, go on to race again later in the season, and then. All of the so they do these like exotic races all the time. They'll do corgis, they'll do bulldogs, ostrich. Yeah, and then the, all the dogs. There's like a championship dog race on Labor Day in September, oh, where like fun. the bulldogs oh. race the corgis oh, and the. Seriously, yeah. that's hilarious. So the, it, they're moving on to the next whatever. So, question: Does every dog finish or no? No. No. No, okay. some of them don't even start. Yeah, some one of them might just say hi to other dogs. Yes, no. they, <laughs> and some of them will be they'll shoot out and they'll make it about three fourths of the way and then they'll look around like, where oh, is everybody? Yeah. Like what? And then one of them will just come by and they, they're pretty funny. They're a lot of fun to watch. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm a little jealous. That would be neat to see. Yeah, we um, overall performance betting on the horses. We didn't do terrible. We okay. only had one winner. But it was enough to we I think we left down two bucks. Yeah, there were horses there too. 
Yeah, we were mm-hmm. watching the horse races. The, the dog races go in between oh, the horse no. races. Yeah, yeah. Which was show. previously yeah. stated. Yeah. I thought you went for I wonder if race. that affects betting on the next horse race. Like what? the pigs? Wait. What? Before, I swear, <laughs> before, like the Kentucky Derby, they race pigs. No. Maybe no. not that day. No. That's Maybe like the, the uh, Super Bowl. No. Like Jimmy Fallon or someone oh, races someone pigs. Knows. Yes, that was on the late night show. To determine what horse he should bet on. Yeah. No. Thank no, you. I'm and saying, it was the winning horse. I'm saying it if you're outside. at the track and there is horse race and then you're watching a dog race, if it affects how many people go and bet for the horses or if they're too caught up in the dog race and then they don't get the bet in for the next oh. No, there's, there's enough so time. time. Yeah. So, okay. There's like enough time. Yeah. yeah. Now, you also uh, disclosed your budget to me. Uh, your betting budget that you went there, and I, I thought it was a little low. Do you want to uh, alert the listeners to what your do, budget was? Two dollar bet on wins. I don't mess around with your exacta. Your I don't do the any other show place. None of that That's crap. In the box. I'm looking for a win. Yep. Two dollar bet on wins, uh, and I usually don't exceed twenty dollars bet. Got it. Typically, I, when you said my the betting whole day, budget, not in a single race. Folks, no, he's yeah. got his first nickel. He's the cheapest SOB I've ever met in my <laughs> and life. And if Haley and I are both betting, it'll, probably, it'll be more $20 per person because there's usually nine races. I'm betting $2 a right. race, so 18 to $20. Well, that's what's great about the, you know, you think about going to the track. You think, oh, I'm going to lose. You're not. It's still, the buildup is what you get the butterflies and the, yeah. when they, the, the thundering you know, horses running around. And even though you have a $2 bet on a 10 to 1 horse, Come on, go, go, go. Exactly. It's still fun, even if you're not betting the big the big money. It's still fun, even if you have your $2 bet. Oh, I won, I won. And yeah. you won, like, I, what, what, $4 or whatever? We, uh, I think I had a $2 bet, paid out 14 Yeah. So, oh, again, yeah. it was my only yeah. win of the day, and it, it pays back most of the money you spent. Except and the, the food and the drink okay, and everything yes. else. I'm just talking <laughs> the betting. Yes. We also paid to get in. We got drinks and But it's cream. funny. How arrogant are you, though, to think that you can go to the racetrack without studying? Oh, no. And, I was there by bet, the end. No, but and bet big money. I mean, you were smart. Yeah. You, you played it right. But the people that think they can go there to make money, and I'm going to put you know $25 on horse number seven to win, you have no business if you don't do your homework. Yeah, it's. The nice thing about horse racing is they do give you a lot of information to base your bets off of. You yeah. just need to need to, you need to know how to interpret the information. Yeah, are they are they telling me the real deal or are they are they're they not, telling me this yeah, and then they're, they're going not to budging the numbers because <laughs> any horse no, can still not. win the race. The uh, racing form is accurate. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I know it is. Yeah, sure it is. Of course um, it would be. I the last race though, I I was between the six and the three horse and I decided to go on the three horse and it was a photo finish. Between the six really? and the three oh. horse, oh. and the six See, horse one. You could have boxed those and right. Yeah, I know. Well, I should have taken a six that. three and a three six, but uh, I decided to go with the three horse, and it was a photo finish, and the six horse won it. Did the oh. people you go with were they big betters or no? Yeah, they lost a lot more than they, we did. Yeah, a yeah. lot more. Why did that not surprise me? And they, they decided to give a uh, take a whack at. Hey, we can win it back with blackjack. No, oh, no. no. Turns out you cannot well, win it back. Wait, that up and that like, person once, when we went before, went and won back his money playing oh, he was blackjack. Up. He was certainly up. Was. Yeah. By the end of it, he was not. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, he's done that before, and yeah. it actually worked in his favor. Yes, he did a good job, though. But well, I'm glad you had a good experience. Canterbury is awesome. Fun. They do a great job. Uh, the total attendance there yesterday, 17,000 people. Holy wow. fuck it. We, yeah. we got there, like, halfway through, so we weren't there for the whole day. 
which by the time we were getting there, a lot of people were actually leaving, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, Memorial Day weekend, they do I more events. 17,000 right. people went to it. And it's a big track, but still, 17,000 is a lot of people to be there. That is good because it's uh, the local owners and that whole, you know, they've struggled over the years, but I think they've got a pretty darn good business now right now. Yeah. And they've got a great product. and It's actually fairly affordable once you're in it, too. Drinks weren't crazy expensive. No, the food is reasonable, especially Thursday nights now Okay, are buck night where you get in for a dollar. Uh, some of the drinks are a dollar. Hot dogs are two dollars where you can really have a very cheap night. Well, that's really fun. Yeah. Is Sunday still a family day at Canterbury? Yes. If if you have never 17 been. 17 and under get in free. Okay. If you have never been and you'd like to bring the family, the young kids, there's always something to do. It's fun to go back in the paddocks area and watch the um, mm-hmm. uh, horses come in. And it's just really neat. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff to do. So yeah. Sunday is the day to bring your uh, family out because there's uh, other activities. Yeah. Highly recommend it. A lot of fun. All right. Well, that sounds pretty good. Let's, uh, since we're talking uh, dog races, pig races, and everything else, why don't we get to the Belmont? The Belmont uh, was run, and, of course, we did not have a Triple Crown winner this year, but we had three extremely interesting races. We've already talked about the Derby. We've already talked about Freakness. Belmont was yesterday, and it was another close race. Your thoughts? Found the 10 horses only. Uh, Small field. Small field, and that's the longest race, so those horses at the end are going, what in the hell is this thing going to end? I liked the fact that, um, you know, it was the winner who won the, um, I'm drawing a complete blank here, and I wrote it down, Uh, Sir Winston. Oh, this race, yeah. Oh, yeah. War of Will won the Preakness. Yep. And uh, was running in this race as well. Mm Mm-hmm. And Sir Winston kind of moved out in front of him yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he was bit. at 10 to 1 odds. Sir Winston was, yeah. You're right, Sophia. Very good. Yep. Excellent. I didn't, I didn't know that you were into horse racing like that. I'm a huge horse racer. <laughs> uh, trainer uh, Mark Cassie, who won the second leg of the uh, Triple Crown with War of Will. Uh, so two out, you won two out of three. You had two different horses. But the uh, Sir Winston is named after Winston Churchill. Of course. Of course. Isn't oh, that neat? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, I just I think it's it was looks like it was a pretty clean race. Uh, there was a, a minor well, bump, but yeah. uh, he made such a great move and uh, ended up being the winner. And I just I love watching horse racing and to see you know it's done in two and a half minutes or whatever it is. It uh, the horses are beautiful. Um, it's colorful. It's always fun. The crowd shots and all that. I wish I had enough money to own a oh, horse. You always race. say that. I do, or at least go there. I'd like to go to one of those three. The Derby, yes, for sure. But I think uh, is it easier if you go to the Belmont or Preakness, and you know all the all the hullabaloo is over because everybody wants like to go the to the hype. Derby. Yeah, yeah. the hype. Mm-hmm. Not if there's a possible Triple Crown winner. True, and this was again. This one, we had a, a horse, uh, a jockeyless horse. In the Preakness, mm-hmm. and we had some jostling around in the Derby, and now it's uh, now it's all done, and yeah. these horses are going to retire, and and that's kind of the end of our horse season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As Gabe has said, we talk about horse racing too much, and we kind of do, but now it'll be over, so Gabe won't have to worry that about so that anymore. That is so that we talk about horses so much. Well, I think again, horse races are fun. Yes, They're it is fun. fun, and you know, running out to the the track to spend a couple of bucks. Uh, even if you have a $20 budget, but uh, it's all good. So congratulations to uh, Sir Winston on a fine win at uh, Belmont Park. Mame? I stumbled 
across this article from a website called Pop Sugar, and it has like a bunch of different categories to find different news articles on not so much news articles like current events but like it's pop lifestyle yeah pop culture this one's from the family category and it's a mom of three teenage boys and she has decided to make cartoon uh cartoon comics thank you comics about teen behaviors and their tendencies so we'll make sure to post these yeah. so you guys will be able to see. But she's done quite a few. Uh, one of the first ones says Teen's Greatest Hits. So it's like music. Album cover. Yeah. And it says cla- classic favorites including You Don't Understand and Never Will, But Everyone Else is Allowed to, and the ever popular I'll Do It in a Minute. Yeah. Oh, my God. I heard that. I don't know how many. Uh, just give me a second. Now, what yeah. are you doing? I'm Nothing. busy right now. Just give me a minute. And I would always say, it does. I don't care. I don't want to hear about anybody else. I only care about you. I, I don't care if other people are doing it. Mm-hmm. And w- when do you start as a parent, do the obligatory, if they jumped off a cliff, would you jump off a cliff as well? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's a, that is a classic parent line, and it's so stupid. Why would you not? jump off a cliff? It is. Because somebody no, else Sophia, is going to be like no. them. It's, like, hypothetical. Oh. Like, if you're if someone's doing something bad, would you do it, too? Oh, oh like the kids doing Like, if, if Wack was doing something bad, okay. and then you wanted to do, you wanted oh, to follow. Yeah. Yeah. She's okay. never done anything Solidarity. bad. Solidarity. Yeah. We're here. We never had to say that to Sophia. <laughs> right, right. Um, this is a funny one, and it for sure applies <laughs> to some of the younger, the youngest person in the family. Children, oh, mine. Here's a toughie, and it has an empty box of Chex Mix. Okay. You've just eaten the last of the cereal. Do you put it in the trash or return it to the cabinet? <laughs> it's like a little quiz. Yes. Yeah. And it, it says, uh, the return to the cabinet, it says, hint, wrong. No. Nope. Gabe does that all the time. Or he does it with uh, ice, ice cream. cream. <laughs> yes. yeah. And he'll leave one spoonful. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> like the teeniest bite left, and it's in the freezer. So you get excited, and you open it up, and it's, a bite. Or the all-time worst thing that Gabe does. Other people do this, too. He'll take Lucky Charms, eat all the marshmallows, yes. and return the cereal with no marshmallows back to the I would like to, to say, that is not Gabe. That is me. devil act. That's what the devil I think that do. applies to 20-year-olds, too, because my brother does the same yeah. thing. So <laughs> it doesn't end. That's a horrible just so thing. easy. Just... Just yep. put it away, throw it away when it's done. Or, well, my thing is, he's in the kitchen. The trash is like ten extra steps. Just take that last bite no and throw it away. I don't away. think anything in the kitchen is ten steps. Yeah, it's like okay. two steps. We got massive. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. What else? Um, this is along the same lines. While you're looking for another one, on Mother's Day on Facebook, uh, someone had posted. A big poster, and it was in pink on top. It said, stuff you ask mom. What time is it? What's for dinner? How come? Why not? When's it my turn? Can I have more? Where is it? Will you read this to me? Can I watch TV? Can I play with this? Do I have to go to bed? Stuff you ask dad. 
Where's mom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that true? That is so, I saw that. I just thought it was so funny, so clever. And mom has definitely complained before. Why don't you ever ask dad? Why don't you ask dad? What does dad say? A lot of times dad Please come and help. Go ask your mom. Go ask your mother. This one's funny. It's needs versus want. So one column says food as a need. And then the other column as a want is specific food you're in the mood for right now. OMG, the fights we have about food. I think that's probably a need. Or clothing is the need. The want is that one shirt you saw at that one store. No. Yes. Yes, 100%. Shelter is the need. The want Awesome movie slash video game set up with a good couch. It's Gabe. Yeah, literally <laughs> Gabe. Gabe. Oh, yeah. Gabe goes to a cabin with Xbox in hand. Right. Now, I wonder how many Xboxes went to the cabin. Yeah, he, literally. He went up to a cabin with an Xbox. <laughs> My brother brings his PlayStation back and forth to school. Oh, that's like, we're going to Florida, Why? and Gabe's like, I got my Xbox, and we're all like, um... That's the last we're thing planning I to be do. on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, need for emotional support. The want is a parent's undivided attention at this moment. Yes, that's fair. Yeah, I think that is fair. That's a good As one. As if you're the only one in the universe. Uh, this last one is very funny. The need is medical care. The want is a day home from school because of gas pains. How realistic the need is a day home from school and you're like saying you want it because you have bad gas pains, but you don't what? have gas pains if you're being realistic. I'm so confused on that. I feel like this means you do have bad gas pains. No, you just want the day off of school. And you're and why lying. Why add a gas Yeah, right. <laughs> just say a day home from school. That's yeah. what you want. The, one <laughs> of the I feel lied about staying home from school all the time. To that's, that's my business with mom and dad. One of the funniest, <laughs> though, is when they come uh, to the kitchen or the living room and try to get the, uh, the, the, the brow is very low and, oh, I just have the worst headache. <laughs> and then you're upstairs and you're on your computer or watching television yeah. with this. Horrible headache where you can't even see the downstairs. Did you ever do the hold the thermometer up to a light bulb? Yes, all the time. <laughs> no, no. Um, Name that movie. People who are trying to stay home, oh, a movie? get a heated blanket, um, put the thermometer in it. You'll have like a hundred and one degree temperature. What movie is that from? Who knows? Oh, I'll be quiet. Maybe yeah, it's in that. E. Thank you. Yeah, E.T. Oh. That's what I was thinking, but she might do it in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh, oh she does in the she hotel does in room. The, in Rome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Those are the old school mercury thermometers. I don't think you can get that on the digital now, can you? No, can I think, do it well, I think oh, that the heated it. blanket would work on a digital yeah, thermometer. The heated blanket works. Up to a light bulb would not uh, produce you know, many results. They I, should. I can tell from experience. <laughs> 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 you know, I think we should go retro. There's a lot of things that go retro. We should bring back the old school uh, two options for the mercury thermometers. Do you know what those two options were to take your temperature? Dad, you're yeah. disgusting. <laughs> yeah. abs- no. No. One was in your mouth, and the and other the one other wasn't, one's and not. the other one was not. What? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ew. Let me take your temperature. Let's do the mouth one. Yeah. Last time, okay. Yeah. No. I'll, all I want to know is, what did the last person do? <laughs> it better be out of the box. Once one, one, one person doesn't choose mouth, the um, mouth option's kind of out. It's, yeah. I know someone who chose the other option for their infant. 
and they took it no, out, no. and it was a broken thermometer. Oh, <gasps> that's got to be like super dangerous. What happened? Oh. Yeah. Like glass? Yeah, you yeah, say, in... go get your mom. She's going to have to get the glass <laughs> That gives you like chills. How do you what do you they have to go to the emergency room? I wish I remembered. What I were they doing that oh, it broke? Do we we might need to call the person. Or, or I think what? they didn't know if they had inserted it broken. Oh, I don't God. know. Oh, oh, no. No. Also, oh stop, stop crying. I gotta get this done. Oh, <laughs> I hate that you just had to bring that up. Also, mercury poisoning. Like, it's not me. Good. Yeah, I isn't mercury really bad? Yeah. 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 yeah you, you can't be exposed to it. Yeah, needs to play with but it. this Somewhere. child yeah. is still alive today, correct? Yes. All right. A, a full-grown adult. I guess that's how that really <laughs> matters. not in this room. <laughs> wow. Well, we really took a little turn there, for, huh? Well, that's what they did way back when. Yeah. Oh I remember the good old days. <laughs> you oh, my God. And I never thought to ask Matthew's question. Hey, Mom, who, what was the choice last time with yeah. this one? <laughs> that's that's right. Right. A or B. It doesn't carry and you out. What did the last person do? Oh, oh my God! That's okay. <laughs> Speaking, are, is our next thing the uh, news topics? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Let's please turn transition. Well, Haley's Related. article leads into this perfectly. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so I think we should just start with that. Okay. Well, the title is: This robot scans preschoolers' faces daily for signs of sickness. What? Oh. Yes. It yeah. happens in China. Classic. Robot named what? Walk Lake. Huh? And every day that kids go into school, they like it'll alert the teacher if there's signs of an illness. Weird. It's it? so weird. Is it to determine mm-hmm. not spreading sickness right. or not getting out of school? Okay. It's preventative. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so don't want kids Because in China, I'm sure there are no try and stay home sick days. Yeah. yeah. It's, they need to send kids home if they're coming to school sick. Because you don't want so many. School. Right. Well, and a lot of... Times they wear those face masks too. Yeah, they do. Yeah. do that, uh, so I bet which I prove it not to really stop the germs. Yeah, yeah. they never. Whenever I see someone with those on, I'm always yeah, like, I'm like, uh, where, uh, if they look that bad, it really doesn't. Hey, doc. the doctor, yeah, is the, the robot like security. in order to go into class? You have to stand in front yeah, of it, like or going just hangs around? No, 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 going into school every day, they're tested. Like oh, the kids are trying to dodge, right? Yeah, and parents are probably trying to figure out a way to. Cheat the robot. Yeah. Like they know their kids got a hundred and two degree yeah. camp, but they've got to go to work. Yeah, hold <laughs> <ice> <laughs> on them. That is so interesting. No more mercury thermometers, though. Well, they just China, they probably do. It's the robot. <laughs> do they? I wonder if they have like the same vaccine stuff that we have here, like where it's really intense. Or I'm like, sure they yeah. must because it's such a large population. They probably have more. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. So fast. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that could be really bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I think that's, that a, that's a good thing, though, that the robot. It sounds like even if that technology exists, it's a good. Well, I don't know how many uh, Catholic schools would be into that. Well, they said here, like, oh, privacy. Uh, there's a lot of privacy concerns with all this. Yeah, right. and I would be at the nurse sometimes at school, and kids would come to me and. Nope, their temp's not over 100. They're not going home. I think Go they're 99.9. I'm calling the mom. I'm going to ask her. I know her. And I'd come, do you want them to come home? Yes. Like, I'm not sending a kid back to class with a 99.9 You feel the same with that as you do with 100. Yeah, I'd go to the nurse at uh, in high school, and I'd say, I don't feel good. And she'd be like, just lay down. I'll give you some medicine. And I'm like... Nope. nope. I'm going home. I'm going to call my mom. I'm leaving school. Thank you, though. Yep. You have to be assertive. 
I don't ever remember going to the nurse's office once. I'm sure you I know. was yeah. deathly afraid of the nurse's office. Why? Yeah. Because Someone's I'm afraid up. of people throwing up. Oh and so God. I would be so, like, sick, you know, in class, and I wouldn't go. I didn't have any problem. Unless I was really, really sick and I really needed to go home, then I would. And I would just tell the nurse, I need to go home. I was in there once, and a little girl came in, and she had thrown up all down the front of her <laughs> jumper. Oh, no. And that was the first time I ever had to deal with I that. Quit. And I looked at her, and I said, honey, you have shorts on, right? <laughs> she goes, yep. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I just unzipped her oh. jumper and put right it in, in bag. a bag. I'm like, the parents can deal with that when they pick her up. I'm not <laughs> trying to clean it up at oh, all. God, Isn't no. that a general rule of thumb, though? You start. It, it's like at night when we've told you kids. You don't have to, when you were little, you don't have to come in and tell us you feel like you're going to throw up. <laughs> Go to the bathroom. Going we're going to hear, we'll hear you. And that's the same at school. Don't. Wait until the teacher said, I think I'm going to have to th- just go to the bathroom and throw up. I am someone that threw up at school in third oh. grade. But no, no, I was yeah. not back in. No. Just you wait. Yeah. So I wasn't feeling well, and I told my teacher that I just had an upset stomach. So I went down to the nurse, and the nurse, I was there. She gave me crackers. In third grade, I loved my teacher. I didn't want to miss school. So I was like, okay. And I went back up to the classroom, was doing whatever we were doing, and then I really was like, I still don't feel good. I need to go down to the nurse. I walked downstairs to the nurse, and I'm like, I'm going to throw up in the hallway. I ran to the garbage can. I threw up in the garbage can in the hallway, and I'm like, one of my claim to fame is like, I threw up at school, but I wasn't that kid that threw up all over their desk. What a claim to I made it. Because I wasn't yeah, by a bathroom, and I was like, I'm not throwing up in the hallway. I was like, And ran. no one saw you, though, no. either. So that's, <laughs> but that's instead, wow. please note, I loved my third grade teacher so much. I didn't go to the nurse oh, after that. I went up and I told my teacher, I'm like, I just threw up in the garbage can downstairs. Oh, my she's gosh. Like, okay, I'll come sure down and did. walk yeah. in and, I, and then she, like, bagged it up and walked me to the nurse. No, but. someone did that. Someone came back and said that they had thrown up. And I remember my heart just stopped. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> gosh, this person just threw up. Like, well, they've already they could up, do though. it again, like, right by me. Unlikely. Well, have you just ever cannot. been in a class where someone throws yep, up? Right yeah. behind no. me. I yeah, have. and then they have Never. to put the stuff on the carpet. Second grade. But, uh, that's called basically kitty litter. Uh-huh. It's called mishap. Yeah. yeah. There's a name for it. It's yeah. called mishap. And, and they have to go and get trained how to use mishap. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Like only certain people are allowed. Yeah. Man, I guess I'm not certified. I'm allowed to do it. <laughs> Shoot. Bill, it's your turn. Yeah, uh, yeah you got to do that. Actually, oh, my gosh. Well, Haley's story led to a huge conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else have a news story they want to share? I do. Oh. Mine's... Not as light and airy as that. So in <laughs> Castle Park, which is in Riverside Riverdale. in California. Okay, no to neither of those. There was a log ride. Oh. And Uh-oh. it malfunctioned and flipped over. Oh, oh my God. Going if it had the a mechanical hill. problem, no, with the water pump, it just, the thing like flipped over. I don't know. They didn't say it. If it was the side or what, how it happened. And the mom was critically injured. She, they did not say what happened, how she was critically injured. And the husband and son that were on there, they just had minor injuries with some cuts and scrapes. Jesus. So that led me to think about the Mall of America log shoot. Yeah. And so I went back and oh looked God. up the Mall of America log shoot. 
And because I remember that there were some incidents that happened there. Yeah. Yes. So in 1998, there was a little boy that was on the log shoot. And right, so if you've been in the Mall of America, they have that big drop right at the end. Right. And the little boy started to freak out at the top, and he's like, oh, my God, oh, my gosh. And he tried to stop by grabbing onto a railing, but he lost his grip, and he fell. And the operator was trying to stop the ride because he could see that the little boy was starting to panic, and he couldn't stop it in time. And the little boy fell out of the car and the, hit his head on the rock. Oh, so sad. And that was the first fatal incident at the Mall of America where someone died on one of the rides, and that was 1998. And then in 2007... Uh, the conveyor that. belt malfunction and logs crashed into each other, but that just had minor injuries and no one was severely hurt. But then I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm ever going on log shoot rides again. I mean, not that that happens very often, but still. Part up. of that thing with that ride is you're not restrained at all. Yeah. 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 You're just sitting in that thing. So if someone does freak out, it's very probable they're going to try and get out of that. Kind yeah. of seems like a pretty simple solution of let had some restraints. Exactly. Right. Yeah. A little seatbelt. Seat yeah. You're locked and in. And that yeah. also, I think people freak out because you're not strapped in, and then you're like, oh, my God, I, this is a huge drop. I'm not strapped in. I'm going to fall it's out. Wet. Yeah. Wet. Yeah. 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 So you scary. panic, yeah. and unfortunately. It's a weird concept that you're not restrained at all. I think yeah. they think gravity is going to. Some parks, parks they have a little, like I've had Six Flags in Atlanta. Yeah, they have like something on Yeah, on I top. feel like, yeah, when I was uh, down in Texas at a Six Flags, I think we went on one that had restraints. I think well, it had a bar. Sense. Yeah, they, they have, have, a, they they have the handles yeah, on yeah, the side. Like yes, they do. They do have the handles yeah, on the yeah. side, which, and usually, you know, there's four or five people in there. So when you go down, <laughs> there's really nowhere, you've. Your instinct, if you're on there alone, is that you're going to slide up. You're going to slide up and fall. But yeah. if you're... Because I, those, the flume at Valley Fair and yeah. the Bunyan log ride. log ride do scare me. And every time I took you kids on there, <laughs> I'm afraid of rides, but I still would go. Uh, I always thought i got to hang on to these kids because I don't want anybody flying out. Mm-hmm. And well, and I think you bring up a good point because the Mall of America one, it's long and skinny, so you're put in there one in front of the other where some of the other log rides the boats are wider, so they can have those bars in there. So for Mall of America, they would have to put, like, individual seats in a row with seatbelts. So I think that's why they don't have any strap, because mm-hmm. they couldn't do it with the current shoot logs they have yeah, right now. But also the concept of those that ride, those rides, I already know what I'm getting into, so it should not be, you know, it should not, uh, you should know at when you hop on there if, you, if you're going to get freaked out. Don't go. As an adult, <laughs> Still right, as right. an adult yeah. though, but if you're an eight-year-old little boy and you're on there and your parents aren't with you, you're with your siblings or this boy's with his cousins, and you're not with a parent, your parents give you that sense of security. So if you're on there with your little cousins and you're like, holy crap, we're all about to die, and there's I, no one there to call me or hold you in. Jimmy, hang on to Albert, okay? Let's yeah. not let him. I'm trying to get out. Right, right. So on that note, so wow. we have something a little bit lighter. I do. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> In typical mom fashion. Um, so mine is a little story about male swimwear. Oh, and oh, uh, in is. particular, the yeah. Speedo. The infamous male bikini. No. Yes. No. And the new fashion trend. It's not. What do you do? The Jado. What? What's the no. Jado? 
the, it's a Speedo lookalike for the summer trend that no one asked for, but everyone is talking about. Is it a jean Speedo? This viral no. swimsuit is not actually made of denim, though. Yeah, the details it. look so real, you could have fooled everyone. So it is a Speedo that looks identical to denim. No. And that's a new hot trend. What? Hmm. Is it? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> maybe in Europe. They think it's yeah, cool to get some, some Levi uh, lookalike Speedos. That one I'm going to cancel. It's, um, yeah. it's oh, actually it's it's spelled your, um, your birthday. J-E-A-D-O. <laughs> this thing right oh, here. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. Do <laughs> <laughs> you see what they're calling it? The dog's That's the worst no. thing I've are ever seen. Are you looking this up on your phone? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fun, and I was thinking maybe Matthew and oh, Dan and Gabe so would be bad. interested. Yeah, Wait, wait, wait. Isn't that what they wear in Europe? You know what's funny? <laughs> not me. The other day, I was, I was getting some of my clothes ready and whatnot, going through stuff in my closet, yep. and I did find my uh, swimsuits oh, from... Yes. Uh, oh, St. Thomas from Swim high school swim, and we did in fact have speedos for that. And I was like, "What do I do with this? I'm never gonna <laughs> wear it again. Do I just throw it away? I guess I don't know what." Give it to Gabe. No, give it to uh, Shamrocks. Like Pat Mancini's got his like, speedo at the you nook. You could sign it. I don't know yeah. what to do with yeah. the speedo. Like I'm not gonna. I don't think you have to gift it. I think you yeah. just maybe just tuck it away. Would like this, right? Yeah. It's not like, gonna be used again. Goodwill, right? Yeah, yeah I think Donate so. Donate it. Uh, that's a no-go, D. Well, I thought it was a little more fun and uplifting. No, it is. Oh, it definitely but is. You're just canceling that. But I don't want to see any boys in our family wearing if that. If it didn't exist, that would be fine. <laughs> I don't think you have wrong. any boys in this family that are bold enough to do that, so there's no... No, there's I certainly... No uh, I have no desire to wear that. Um, Who's that? I can do mine. Oh, God, Matthew. Uh, all right, McLaren, mine's geared towards you. Oh, boy. It is a Wall Street Journal article uh, by Beth... DeCarbo. The title is Charging Rent When Your Adult Kid Moves Home. Matthew. Oh, are, are you from oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Are you kidding me? <laughs> Tell us more, Matthew. Uh, the, the article says, it's graduation season again. College students will don their best flip-flops to walk across the stage and accept their diplomas. Nah, not really. Then yeah. they're ready for their next big move back home. For more than one-third of young adults, those between ages 18 to 34, they have lived at home lived at home in 2015. I don't know why they're citing 2015. Uh, so 33% of ages 18 to 34 live at home. Okay. That's up from 26% in 2005. Wow. Many parents don't charge rent to their returning children, but some financial experts say they should pay their share of the real estate. Uh, by collecting rent, you're teaching your kids to budget and to prepare for life, says Kim Lu <laughs> Tu, a private wealth advisor with Ameriprise, who specializes in generational wealth planning. Uh, so it goes on to explain why it's a good thing and whatever, get them ready for when they do have legitimate rent, rent payments. And then it gives some tips on how to go about implementing this. Okay. Um, so let's see. The first one, it says Kim Lu Tu. Uh, recommends asking for a percentage of the child's take-home pay, anywhere from 10 to 30 percent. Absolutely not. Depending on the child's current income and debt. Okay, well, I got a lot of debt. Here's my feel on this. 
I wouldn't charge you rent. But I have said, I think it's a good idea to say, like, I am charging you $200 a month. And you pay me the $200 a month that I set aside and keep for you so that when you are ready to move out, you have a whole bunch of money to move out with. we all know how my saving money goes. Right. <laughs> right. I think that's a good idea. I would never would keep the money and use the money, but well, like a I financial think if I could hand you, you know, a couple thousand dollars to yeah. move out with and, you yeah. know, here's your rent or a, a start of a down payment or here's something. Here's what I, I get. Like, if I'm... Oh, God. This hopefully is not the case. But if I'm... going to cry. No. <laughs> no. If I'm 30 and still living at home, <laughs> which, I, like I said, better oh. not be the case. But then I can yeah. see you charging rent, but... A lot of kids. Yeah, honey. <laughs> Let me finish. You no know one's letting me finish. But most kids, when they graduate college, can't afford to live on their live by themselves because of debt. Their job. I'm going into a profession where I make like zero dollars. So <laughs> I I would not be able to afford rent regardless if I moved out right now. You'll be able to afford rent. It just can't be like. In downtown Minneapolis. We all know I'm not going to do well in a ding ding apartment, so I'd rather save up my money, <laughs> the reserve of my money, and move into something nice. Um, so these other, these other uh, ad- pieces of advice. It says beyond room and board, parents and children should decide how other expenses will be paid. So Can you please keep your mouth quiet? Car insurance, reading this health stuff. insurance, and student loan repayment. I can be other expenses should be uh, should be covered. This is a good rule of thumb without parents having to dip into their own retirement savings. Number three, in addition to rent, adult children should be expected to help out around the house. Adult children. Go. I was Can we oh, talk about yeah. how they're referring to me as an adult child. You are. Yeah, you are. Adult children. Uh, baseline duties involve keeping their spaces clean and doing laundry and dishes. Ask for help with routine maintenance and upkeep as well. Things like yard care, spring I'm the one that helps yeah. out the most at yes, home. Yes, she does. So I cannot complain yeah. about that. She makes the biggest messes, Ooh. but yeah. she also helps more than anyone else. Yeah. By far. The last piece here. Spell yeah, out. Sophia, you don't help at all. <laughs> I give you happiness. <laughs> spell out in advance the repercussions of failure to pay the rent. Oh. Geez. Options. <laughs> Ask the child to work off the balance in some way. I'm picking up dog poop. I'll work off lots of balances. <laughs> Review the child's expenses. And if a oh reasonable explanation exists, consider Come lowering on. the rent. Or harsh. suggest a part-time job to cover the shortfall. I already three jobs. I'm not taking up another job. Give at least a month's notice if you're considering asking the child to leave. Oh, oh my To God. allow ample time to find One a safe, month? affordable a alternative. Have did that to their child for, like, that reason, that'd be ridiculous. The thing is here, it says, in order to allow ample time to find a safe, affordable alternative. If there was a safe, affordable alternative to begin with, they probably wouldn't be right. at home. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like they would have done it already. Yeah, they would right. not be there. Uh, well, so that is the Wall Street could Journal. You, uh, could you forward that to me, Matthew, yeah. please? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that if I live at home next year that I would even want it to be everything free. Like, I... That you guys have talked to me about, like, car insurance and stuff a little bit. And I think that maybe I could pay, like, a little bit and help a little bit. Maybe not the full thing. If anyone's looking for a car, 
You got one for sale? Okay, good. <laughs> but I think that, yeah, you can assume responsibility, but I think, pay, like, charging your kid rent, like I said, unless I'm 30 and still living at home is unreasonable because obviously I would love to adult and live in my own place even though I have bad FOMO. But um, I think that, like, I'm at home and I like being at home because you guys are good parents. But um, <laughs> I can't afford to pay rent, which is why I'm living at home. Like, I'm not making big bucks even though I work a lot, so I don't know. The money must be going somewhere. Yeah, I don't know where it goes. <laughs> For some reason, it just, like, walks away. Like Louis Vuitton yeah, purses or something. Know. I don't know. <laughs> it but did not do that. I will say this, though. We enjoy having you guys at home. The article you have sounds like all those parents are like, let's go. We'll help you, but get out. Yeah. But we don't. I mean, I lived at home until I was 25, so until we got married. I never moved out until we got married and I was 25. So you got a couple years there, maybe. I've got like one, almost yeah. one year then, and I have no significant other. Get busy. We'll yeah. live in an apartment together. Whenever you're ready yeah, with your one go. job over there. <laughs> All right. Who else has an article? Uh, I do have one. Uh, and this, I know that Memorial Day has passed, but yes. uh, I caught uh, on uh, close to, uh, I did see something that was really neat, and it was Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has set up on Memorial Day in many of their um, restaurants. Uh, the National League of uh, POW and MIA families call it a missing man table. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, typically it's part of the ceremony where somebody reads a script explaining the meaning of every item at the table. And they have a flag there, a white tablecloth for the purity of the service members' motives in serving their nation, a pinch of salt for the tears their families shed, and an empty chair uh, that will never be filled. And uh, that ceremony started at many Chick-fil-A wow. franchise owners. And it's not really a news story, but it's something that I missed last week, and I wanted to just say so how cool Chick -fil -A is that. So Chick-fil-A is open on Memorial Days, I wonder? Uh, that I don't know. I mean, um, I branching out on that, I saw that uh, London Byerly's in Highland Village also have that same table inside. And then Mall of America in the Rotunda, they have a bunch of dog tags of Minnesota um, – Military, yeah, and they also had a table, that same table. Oh, I've never seen really that neat. table yeah, in no. the past, and I, this year I saw it. I didn't know Chick-fil-A was doing it, but I saw it at Mall of America in London. That's really cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I like that trend. I, I couldn't help but think, like, are they going to put, like, like a sandwich on the table? I thought they were going to go through, like, each item on the table, and it was, like, a Chick-fil-A number one, like, <laughs> a lemonade. Surprise on the side. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Chick-fil-A is always in the news for, you know, people are protesting or they're yeah. opening a new one. It's always good and bad. But I just thought that was a really neat tip of the cap. I didn't know Mall of America did that for uh, Chick-fil-A does well. a lot more good than they do bad. Yeah, so. good, good chicken sandwich. Yeah, there we're we're <laughs> pro Chick Fil A. Is that the wrapping up the news items? So, yeah. I got oh, one. yeah, didn't do it. Okay. Yeah. It's just a really quick thing that yeah. people didn't know. But so Kim Kardashian <laughs> has recently <laughs> um, started studying to become a lawyer. Yeah, mm. and she has helped free more than seventeen people from prison. By doing so, what? Well, she's been help funding. Yes. So she's gone to meet with the president to get drug offenders, yes. uh, first-time drug offenders yes, released from prison. she's working with two lawyers 
Um, so I just thought that was interesting. I'm still a little skeptical of how Kim Kardashian becomes a lawyer no. without attending law school. That's Here you go. She is. She's um, law studying about like 18 hours a week she, and to take the bar exam. She's doing an apprenticeship. Yeah. So you can yeah. study, which I think is just... That not every state, California. N- not every state has it because I looked it up because I was like, this is a joke. Why are they allowing her to do this? I thought they made a special exception for her, and I was like, no. Okay, let's not do that. But yeah, it's like an apprenticeship, and I know California has it. I don't know about other. She states. will never pass the bar exam. There I disagree. Go, Kim. It's in her blood. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. It like, is don't in her blood. It's in her blood. It's in her blood. She's got to be smart. If her dad. Yeah. There's not a shot in hell she can pass the bar exam. All right, I bet otherwise. But the 17 people that she freed, um, they were in for it, ugh, they were in prison for nonviolent drug offenses. Hmm. If anyone was curious. Okay. Alrighty. Well, I think that might be the future of uh, guys that are in prison or in jail for minor drug offenses. I think to Kim free up jail, they, not even Kim, but I, I think those guys are going to get some early exits just because likely they're so full of other stuff. With bad guys, the jails. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this uh, segment of the uh, Table Talk and the Rookies family. What do you think? You were concerned about something? Should I get some social media? Yeah, yep, please, please do. Facebook, at the podcast family. Instagram, at the podcast family. Twitter, at the podcast fam. Shoot us an email, podcastfamily at gmail.com. Make sure to rate us and leave us a review on iTunes and tell every single person you know that we exist. Uh, should we grade Haley? You did a decent job. I think she did very well. Yeah. Very well. Nice job. Yeah. <laughs> Will you come back? Yeah. You had a good okay. article. Yeah, very good. Wonderful. All right, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. We'll catch you next time. Find us. Uh, all those social media places Matthew just mentioned and don't forget about our sister podcast the Garage Logic Podcast when you're all caught up in the fame we've got some back episodes of family podcasts too if you want to go back and listen to those you certainly may do that and if you are an aspiring sponsor like General Mills and you want to take all the lucky charms we'll uh, let's talk Canterbury let's talk see you next time